Tired of struggling to boost your brand? Let me tell you, influencer marketing is the way to go. Say goodbye to outdated methods and hello to instant results with this game-changing tactic. Forget what you've heard about traditional branding. Influencer marketing is the secret weapon you need to take your brand to the next level. With just one simple change, you can revolutionize your approach and double your desired outcomes in no time. Don't fall into the trap of sticking to old ways. Join the 1% who know the secret to success in branding. It's time to shake up your routine and turn your brand story around with the power of influencer marketing. Bree, welcome to Common Leaders LLC and Numospect Media. Common Leaders and Numospect offer a variety of services and such, but our primary goal is to move fast when we see an opportunity to collaborate in a way that fast tracks ours and other organizations' primary missions. Anything we can justify giving away for free, we will. We currently, we are currently sponsoring several creators from a beta group of free users in our programs. We let them work on their projects as little or as much as they want, wanted, then help them, help them, oh, fucking idiot, help them. Everybody should always listen to Blue October when they were, and then also sing them because it's copyright infringement, but it's also advertising. So listen to Blue October. Like I really, really want to just be able to listen to them openly. So. Please don't sue me. Let this be the test video. It's like I just want to listen in the background, in my headphones, wherever, and have it accidentally come out sometimes and not get in trouble for my favorite band in the whole world. So let this be my submission to you. <laughs> Asking for permission. I'm doing work right now. If you're watching this, Justin, that's not what I intended to do. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm putting together a little bit of work and I just record sometimes. And I almost always have y'all on in my headphones when I'm doing really deep creative work because I've listened to this particular album so many times, once a day, always when I want to be in that mood. Uh, or almost always. Not 10 out of 10 times, but like probably 7 out of 10 times this is what's in my head when I'm trying to be my most productive. So I just I throw it on. It's like a shame in some ways that it can't be out loud. And then maybe it would make my videos less boring. Firstly, I think and fill a little of the gap because boring. Sometimes I'm like potentially high when I'm doing this, but also sometimes I just lose my train of thought or uh, like, I just want to get some work done and I don't want to talk to someone. Uh, I just want to be able to record the experience. Like I do that a lot. Uh, and like moments like this, when my fucking webcam goes out now, you at least get good quality sound, hopefully. Cause I got, uh, a couple of good songs coming up in the background, lightly. Maybe we figure out a way to make those better up to good standards. But it should be more entertaining audi audiographically. Like, y'all need to be doing some business with podcasters. I don't know why that's not being done already. Uh, but we need more music in the background of podcasts, even if it's just samples. Like, you should get acknowledged for it. It should be like a reel. 15 seconds or something. But, like, that would be so beneficial to my shit.
And I think to a lot of people, shit, people are boring when they're not talking. And truthfully, listening to a podcast, like, it helps to have some space between words. Not everybody can keep up with that shit. You can always speed it up. Fuck, I do that anyway. We're on a ramble now, but you can speed up or slow down the playbacks on everything. Which is a really interesting concept for distribution. I'll leave it there. Also, if this, I do really have the balls to end up sending this to you. We work with the same people over at Uscreen um, for our video, like your Get Back Up TV, um, which I think is really cool, is on the same platform as my website, numospec.com. And <laughs> sorry, that was a fangirl giggle. But when I was talking to the sales guy, I was kind of a lot of circumstances led me to be pretty ready to buy in that moment. So it wasn't going to take much, truthfully, because um, I was really pissed off at a competitor salespeople I deal with, dealt with. And I liked what Uscreen stood for, and I had done my research. So I was pretty on board with the company. And then I talked to this sales guy, Chandler. He, like, randomly drops y'all's name. Like that we work with October. Like I know y'all enough to also know that most people don't know who you are. Like probably eight out of 10 people, nine out of 10 people. They Like they would know your songs, but they wouldn't like have listened to your albums on repeat, for instance. Um, so when he dropped that, it was like really odd because it felt like he'd been in my search history a little as a salesperson. But I think it just kind of worked out that way that he must have worked with your people. I think with um, with your bandware guy. Like, yeah, I definitely have kept track of your organizational model because I want to be able to work with you at some point. So I wanted to know who the right contact people were. Um, obviously, it seems like for digital stuff, that's probably bandware. Um, and then that girl on Instagram seems pretty heavily involved too. Um, I don't remember her name, but I just am a big, big fan of the music and have this new media thing I'm doing. So if I'm in media, I want to work with my favorite people. I figured, um, if I'm going to take a big swing today and I do like to take big swings on Sunday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday also the other days less so, but I would love to work with Blocktober and I would love it to be as a start in this way where I'm just maybe given some sort of special permission to use y'all in the background on stuff. I don't know. That's like a regular thing that someone would ask, but I think it'd be super cool. Like I could drop links and things for you. We come up with whatever that agreement is. Um, but I think your music now is more relatable than ever in a more broad audience. I mean, that could be biased because again, I've listened to this album probably like, I would say nothing shy of 800 times in the past since it came out. I mean, it just happened to come out at that time. And I've always done that with your album. Just listen to them on repeat for a while because they always have to grow on me because the theme is so vastly different than the last one, basically always. That <laughs> um, I have to like kind of work through the storyline of the album. And this one has just come at a really creative time for me. So I think... Maybe it's me, but then also I think maybe I could use me as a vehicle for what I think is really good art, um, which would be finding ways to integrate it into what I do in some way, shape, or form, but obviously with y'all's permission, because creative rights are really important and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, 
this was going to be a different kind of video. It was supposed to be an actual video, but obviously this piece of shit's not working. It's going to be a read. Welcome to Common Leaders LLC and Numospect Media. We offer a variety of services and products and educational stuff and music. <laughs> Uh, hopefully some indie films coming out soon, some documentaries, some sports-related content. We have networks of networks in our network, so we can fast-track you to some other good indie content, which I think is super cool. Like, we don't... I mean, sometimes we look at people as competitors. Obviously, you always have a little bit of that in business, but we look at most people in most instances as collaborators, um, ideally, because most of us are fighting for the same thing, which is to be more noticed and to have a bigger voice in what has been a market and a medium that's been dominated by billionaires for a long fucking time. So I think a lot of indie creators share the same sentiment, and I think it's time that we, well, I think it has been, without me saying it, increasing, um, which is collaboration. I think now the next big step that I want to help facilitate because I do not see it being done enough is the cross, uh, like the cross the aisle conversations and then also cross industry. Like there's not enough cross pollination between similar industries, in my opinion, like between audio and podcasting, the chasm of technology and knowledge is so vast, obviously. Like the quality and the output is so vastly different. <laughs> but I don't know why. I, like, I just don't know why. Like, just now, I can pause and I can have the song fill in the gap while I let you pause on that part and think about it because that's what I'm getting at. It's like sometimes it makes sense to pause and have these different integrations. Like we integrate technology all the time. Why can't we integrate some artwork, especially if it's human based versus computer based, which is what we're dealing with. I think that we need to, as people up our creative juices in order to keep up with the Joneses, as they say. And in this case, the Joneses are supercomputers. Like, this is not an exaggeration. <laughs> like, this is this is fact. <laughs> um, that these computers, I don't know what the hell that means, but that's just what the experts are saying. Like, I'm not here to tell you I'm right. I'm just assuming that the people that know, that know about it are. <laughs> and it seems pretty universal that the humans involved agree that they're are some very, very scary roads that it could go down. Even if you don't say anything else after that, it's just like we can acknowledge that it could happen, that it's possible. And once we all agree that it's possible, I think then it's a good exploration in the same way that if, if we are really, really scared of it, that we can also say, I think if we step back, like, you could imagine that it could really solve some big puzzles for humanity. And that would be pretty cool. Like if it could even help in the cure for diseases, why wouldn't we want to do that? Even if it could help with societal and cultural chasms, to use that word again, like I think, I think is an interesting 
concept to feed it cultural challenges as well. Because I know that's probably not what's being done. It's being fed all technical issues. And I think that that leads to some potential <laughs> errors in calculation, you know, like truth, <laughs> honest to God, like if, if the thing only knows how to compute what we give it and we only give it bad examples, for instance, only going to do bad things, that would make sense. Obviously, the Internet is more than bad things. But I also think that the Internet is still very technical. It's still very flat. It's still very lifeless uh, in most forms. Like TV is still way farther ahead than YouTubers, for instance. But that's dumb, and I don't know why. Like YouTubers should be being mentored by these people, uh, should be sharing resources with these people. Like, why can't I hate to use them as an example, but why the fuck can't Disney for and maybe this is why they do have such massive networks. But why the fuck can't they fund like one funnel all the way down through like amateur through professional creator? I don't think they do that. I mean, they do it through educational sources, but this point's like dumb. Don't, don't, uh, I don't know. It just seems like it would be better if that was like a college level program. You get to be 18 and you just kind of float in that way, but it's really not how people work. Um, most people want to go to college, I think, but it's not always the right choice. Anyways, um, there needs to be more education for creatives in order for us to thrive. Like that's, I think, pretty universally agreed on. It'd be really hard to make an argument against it. And there, we live in a time when it's pretty easy to argue against fucking everything. But I think we can agree that society and humanity is going to have to be really creative to um, to stay on pace, even with whatever artificial intelligence is teaching itself <laughs> when we're not looking <laughs> like we can agree that that a weed whacker that runs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year shy, maybe a couple hours of updates here and there. So maybe, maybe the whole lawnmower doesn't run for let's even say like 48 hours, two days worth. So it'd be 363 days of work. And maybe even it takes two one-hour breaks, maybe three one-hour breaks. So it's down three hours out of 24. So it's 21 hours, 21 hours a day. Maybe it takes a day off during the week, 21 hours a day, six days a week, uh, all year. It doesn't even acknowledge the year. It doesn't stop to celebrate it like we do. It doesn't get drunk to celebrate it and like have an extra day off. <laughs> it doesn't take days off for anything. It doesn't get sick. So <laughs> if it's truthfully learning, like they say it is like, I don't know, then you could see why they should. And we should be kind of worried about what it's doing when we're not looking. Cause it's, there's as much time that we're not looking as there is that we are looking. I'm assuming whatever that means to that industry, like the oversight mechanism that would be, um, overseeing the machine learning creature. Like, let's just call it a creature. I mean, we're probably working backwards and creating a godlike structure that is internet and AI, different discussion, but it's like, it's going to know everything at a certain point, which is kind of wild. So 
if we just assume that it's going to know everything that there is to know, let's just run with that concept. That at some point, in probably the not-too-distant future, if not already, that the computers and the AI would know everything that there is to know that's also recorded and available online. Like, isn't that what we all kind of want? And then we think to ourselves, like, Jesus, how powerful would I be if I could answer every math problem ever? Like, just that alone, conceptually, is, like, pretty cool. And what if you could apply that same level of learning, like the principles of, like, a high-end mathematician to also behavioral science? And, like, understanding all the subtleties that are every single facial expression that's ever been made on an Instagram post and also hashtag with an emotional tag. <laughs> you could imagine that it would get really good at reading all of those things artificially because we give it all the education because we have been very generous in our society to give away a lot of information. <laughs> like the, M the MIT courses that are all free. Like that motherfucking computer's got all of that. <laughs> Probably got most of the paid for stuff too. Probably got most of the coursework we've ever put online. I mean, think about that. That's, And if you assume that there's one wizard, even if you assume there's just one wizard behind it, like the amount of power and analytics and data that that person would be able to derive from just Google searches uh, is it's truthful. It's totally wild. So I think that not acknowledging like all of these things, because Google obviously has its own AI and they're in like second or third place in this race. So what does that tell you about uh, open AI and the, or whatever the other ones are called? Like, how much information you think they got in order to be doing what they're doing. Like they must have more data points. That would be a logical conclusion to me as to why that they're leading that race is they have either more data points or better data points, but either way, those data points are us. Um, and so I don't know, it's just, uh, it's a lot to process, which is literally the point of what I'm saying. Like the computer doesn't take time off. It's constantly learning and evolving. It could run, a million scenarios, just like your video games can. Like, if imagine, imagine that everything you agreed to give back to the companies is property, which you do in those agreements. Like, they own everything. And I'm sure that they could somehow use that against you if they ever needed to, or if the government ever, like, I'm sure that I could be wrong, but I'm sure that they get rid of all their liability. <sighs> you don't even know it. Anyways, the AI thing's got a lot of information to pull from, so it's totally reasonably to be concerned about it. It's like not an overreaction to be thoughtful about what we do with it. But yeah, I mean, like the intensity of people being told they need to learn how to use this immediately is so widely believed in and so widely observed and so widely... Uh, Taken, I mean, it's like nine and a half out of ten people are just respectfully, thoughtlessly saying okay to what, like, I even I downloaded it 
I'm not downloaded. I like put it on my computer and made an account. I haven't used it yet. Um, but it's like, I, I need it for a business plan is how I feel, but I really don't want to. So I really shouldn't I should just de- delete it. And now I got to figure out how to delete it. Um, cause I also would be great to know that process so I can help people do it. But I don't know. It's just like, until we can gate them off, I think it would be important to me. There should be a fork in the road. So that you turn on your computer, turn on your phone. Turn on whatever it is that you're turning on, your device, and it has two modes. In the same way that you get like an airplane mode and not airplane mode, it should be like AI enabled, AI not enabled, and those would be the equivalent of including like cookies enabled versus disabled. Because there is a version that I don't want anything tracked. Like, obviously, you have to have community standards to keep that appropriate, but it's also a great opportunity to redo that. Anybody on this platform, if we could have 95% of it be clean of abuse, wouldn't that be nice? I don't know. It just seems like there's an opportunity to build some great stuff with all the tools we have, but it, there absolutely needs to be a wall between them um, in order to maintain safety in the same way that we would want to have a wall around our country or even natural defenses like oceans and mountains, which every country has. So um, we have all those natural defenses, but I think it's time to start building more serious personal community group walls around things in order to protect the people we claim to be protecting. Because if we're not doing that, then we're, that we're definitely failing. And I think our government certainly is and seems like most of the corporate people are too because we don't trust them so i don't think you need to look any further than that to realize that it's just a failed experience so far when it comes to safety um online and i don't think we have to be ashamed of that but we do need to get our asses moving um on how we regulate and therefore how we protect each other this is about protection um I mean, we can look at guns. The least, less regulation. I mean, it's just like the more, the more people are going to get shot. It's not that fucking crazy to figure out the equations there. <sighs> Anyways, I mean, you could probably ask AI, how would we solve gun deaths? And I'm pretty sure it would tell you that. In the same way that if you asked AI, how would you solve all the motor vehicle accidents, which is probably a quarter million of them a year deaths? Some stupid number, I'm sure. Uh, it probably could solve that stuff. So, I don't know. It's like, it's got value. Like, I'm not here to shit on it, but it's got to be, like, as a grammar checker, amazing. Structural helper, amazing. But I just think, I don't think it's that crazy to think that we need more boundaries. Or some boundaries. Like, if I enter internet space, I want to choose if I'm going to be recorded. I want to choose if I'm going to have like a bot talking to me. Like I want to know that in one section of the internet, at least that there's not that. So that's all we're doing is trying to do that over here, considering how to do that. Um, and we're going to do that through working with creators. Uh, like it just seemed like kind of a self, a self-organized philosophy. It became this thing because it was already there. Like, by definition, I wanted to be a secure site, and I thought having the best values out of the gate would be best. 